everyone. I'm Asma, and I'm happy to welcome you to our PwC Workforce podcast series on the power of organization culture. This podcast is part of a series tackling some key issues that organizations are facing today on their most important asset, their workforce. Today, we will share with you the results of the 2021 Global Culture Survey of 3,200 leaders and employees worldwide. On this topic, I'm very happy to welcome Femke and Tom, two of my colleagues working around organization culture, who will provide you with their insights. So Femke, my first question is for you. What are the important takeaways from the survey? Hi, Asma. Very happy to join you here in this podcast. So indeed, uh, we did a global culture survey, and when we analyzed the results of the 3,200 participants, we saw three important trends. So the first one is that culture continues to rise on the leadership agenda. And this is in line with what we previously saw as a result of the CEO survey. So also there, uh, it was indicated that culture has the biggest impact on the competitive advantage of the organization compared to other aspects of the workforce strategy. So that's the first very important trend. A second one is that culture is a source of unique competitive advantage and cannot be copied. So that's the second one. And then a third one, an, an authenticity gap exists when it comes to diversity and inclusion. Thank you, Famke. Um, Tom, we do hear now more and more about culture. But why do you think that culture becomes so important for companies? Yeah, thanks for the question, Esma. Because organizations with a clear, specific and unique view of their culture, so as Femke mentioned, it cannot be copy-paste, or a clear, unique and specific identity are just performing better. And that became very obvious during the pandemic, where they maintain a sense of belonging, they respond better to customer need, they innovate better, and bottom line, they deliver better financial results. And these results were consistent across geographies. And the good news is that more and more executive leaders are becoming aware of the importance of having such a strong culture. So two out of three executive level leaders believe culture is more important to performance than the organization's strategy or operating model. And three out of four senior management report that a strong culture helps successful change initiatives to happen, including the switch to a more digital environment during the pandemic. And, and then what, what about building the right organizational culture? I mean, it sounds good, but how do you start with this journey? Femke, maybe could you provide us with some guidance here? Yes, definitely. So indeed, you're right. Um, an organizational culture is a complex journey, and we will only touch upon a few aspects during this podcast. But before I dive deeper into it, I want to explain a few elements which come back during this podcast. One of them is the purpose. Uh, so when we talk about purpose, this is the purpose of an organization. And this is really its reason for existence. 
Then a second one is culture. And the culture, it includes the values and the principles the organization lives by to realize the purpose. And then a third one, the values. Uh, the values uh, of an organization, they are put into action through our everyday behaviors. So three important elements that come back. Um, now, when building the right organization culture, it's important to start with your current culture. So know your cultural starting point. Um, and then you, you need to know what is helping or hindering the ability to drive business outcomes. So that's very important. Um, then what you need to do is to strengthen your current helping behaviors and uh, identify what new behaviors most need to evolve to best support your defined strategic business goals. Um, the way, um, the best way to avoid your hindering behaviors is to replace them with new ones. And the reason behind that is when you learn new habits or see leaders express new behaviors, new neuronal pathways are formed in the brain and neuroscientists express this as uh, neurons that fire together, they wire together. And so this means that new neuronal pathways will develop and the old ones will fade. So focus on, um, on creating new habits and new behaviors. Very interesting. Thank you, Famke. Um, my question now is more about, okay, which new behaviors do organizations need to adopt? I mean, I've well taken the point on unique, but I'm, I'm wondering, can, can they not just copy best practices from the successful organization, for example? No, indeed. Um, so the culture and the behavior of an organization is unique huh? because what we said before, it's really what is the difference that the organization wants to make in the world uh, and how is this reflected in the values? Um, I notice when I go to different organizations that many organizations put forward the same values. Uh, and when you then ask employees what they are, you see that they are not remembered nor lived. Um, so it's really important that it is unique. A distinctive culture is about, on the one hand, coherence, and on the other hand, emotional connection. Huh? So it is support uh, so it is about supporting strategic choices drive alignment between leaders and staff and then also very important elicits a sense of emotional connection um, an organization can best select a few unique uh, values so not too many it's called the critical few and these values must then be translated in a small number of important behaviors that would have great impact when put into practice by a significant uh, number of people. And what can enable those few critical behaviors once defined then? Yes, indeed, Asma. It's all about repetition. Uh, so recurring cognitive activity tends to strengthen the brain circuits related to it. Um, and so these new behaviorals can be encouraged by reminders, nudges 
and support. So these are three important elements. I know that uh, Tom will talk about them as well later on. Um, and um, they should be deployed by formal and informal enabling mechanisms. So you should um, make sure that your uh, authentic informal leaders um, deploy them, but you cannot leave your formal leaders off the hook. So both are very important. Thank you. That was very clear. Tom, another important aspect, another important point is about the authenticity gap. Can you maybe please elaborate here a bit more and especially around diversity and inclusion? What does it mean actually? Um, and, and what also are the consequences? Yeah, Asma, I give you an example um, of, of what authenticity gap is. So, for example, if your leaders are promoting the importance of well-being and the same leaders are sending you a email at 4 a.m. during your vacation, then we have an authenticity gap. And one of the starkest gaps between employees and leaders in our survey shows up in questions around diversity and inclusion. So our data shows that many workers today feel their culture is not as inclusive as leaders think they are. So the authenticity gap is about incoherence between on one hand what leaders say they want the culture to be and on the other hand how workers experience it. And at the heart of this incoherence gap mismatch, whatever you want to call it, is a lack of trust. So how can you trust a leader who does the talk but not the walk? And trust is a very, very important emotion. So without trust, it becomes much more difficult to bring about change. Without trust, it becomes much more difficult to motivate people and to encourage the right behaviors within an organization. You do not want to go to work literally with people you do not trust, even if they're high performing. So without trust, people they or they leave or quit the organization or probably even worse they resort to what we call code switching meaning adjusting their behavior in order to fit in so closing this authenticity gap is is super essential to become successful okay and, and how do you close this gap then yeah that's a very good question asma <laughs> uh, the easy answer would be show more authentic leadership yeah, as our survey shows, that positive impact of culture is felt most strongly in organizations in which there is cultural coherence, uh, where leaders act as role models, role models on the values, on the purpose uh, that mentioned already by, by Femke, and role modeling the culture. For example, if you look at army leaders, they routinely make sure they eat only after their troops have been fed to give a clear signal of, we do care about you. Uh, so I don't know if you know the book of Simon Sinek, Leaders Eat Last, I think that's a very good example. Um, unfortunately, I wish it was that simple and shaping a culture or closing the gap is probably one of the hardest thing to do in business. And it is a long journey, but there are three imperatives just maybe to conclude the podcast is that you can do. The first is, understand your culture and define some critical few behaviors also already mentioned by femke but repetition is very important to define those critical few behaviors 
it is not as easy as it sounds because there are trade-offs and it takes courage of leadership to make and define those critical few behaviors for example if you want to promote well-being maybe you have to take some actions and promote behavior that on the short term will have a negative impact on your profitability but of course on the long term you would be more sustainable it will be more successful secondly if you know these critical few behaviors then you have to nudge people toward those critical few behaviors that supports business success and thirdly you need to measure impact and communicate very transparently for example if you want to promote diversity and inclusion and more specifically equal pay then you need to communicate where you stand even if you're not doing a good job but it's by communicating transparently and communicating what you want to change about it and where you want to end up that you can create a movement very clear thank you tom i will indeed take those uh, three actions and imperatives as the conclusion of this podcast um since indeed even if i think there is still a lot to say about this topic we are already at the end of this podcast so again i would like to sincerely thank you femke and tom for sharing your insight on the power of organization culture it is a real power definitely Thank you to all the listeners. Stay tuned on the different platforms and our website for the next edition. Wishing you a nice day.